0: Hey there! Welcome to the In Between. So glad y'all are with us today. In this September weather that we're having, I
1: thought you were going to try to guess at the day.
0: No, gosh, no. I mean, it's the nineteenth. I had to look at my I look at my computer to see what it's the nineteenth today that we're recording this. But that's not when you're listening to it because there's no way I get this up today. Um, I am gonna get it up this week though, which that's, I failed to do last that's the time. Plan. Coulson wasn't here. Sorry. Oh, that's how that sorry. happened. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yes. That makes sense. It's hard when you used to do something like so regularly, and now it's not your job anymore, and you're like, oh yeah, but I have to do that when he's not here. Yep. That's not. That's not my easiest uh, brain backflip, whatever you call it. Um. Yeah, but how about this weather? I'm just saying. I think it's better. <laughs> Under hundred degrees, <laughs> we'll take it.
1: Yeah, anything, anything, anything better than that. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I'm trying to think of what I was. Oh, I was setting up this morning. I was setting up for cards tonight, so that was nice. Oh, cards is outside. Tonight. Yep.
0: I don't think I even remembered. Um, how you doing, Paul? Can't complain. <laughs> Don't bring me into this. <laughs> um, ask me something you care about. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> First Samuel 25. Uh, the, we we just um got done talking about in Getty and um I I I agree um Chris like I was uh I understand that that's not what uh First Samuel 24 is talking about with the abuse cycle. Right. But I felt like that was so important to say at that point. If yeah. nothing else, um, <laughs> to kind of like let everybody know, like, and David is staying where he is. Yeah, exactly. That stood out
1: to me very much so that, that like, oh, David, okay, we're going to go back home. And David's like, and I'm going back up into the fortress now.
0: I am not going yeah. with you.
1: I was, I think that's, that speaks Yeah. somehow. Sure. Um. Yeah, he's, he's not interested in trying to rejoin Saul's. Party here mm-hmm. to get back involved, which I think is probably wise on his part, as we'll see. Um, and then we get this, we get this chapter twenty-five story that, I, again, how do you know is this supposed to be in the timeline? Is right. it not? It's like or... does this is hey, and here's another cool story about David. Hmm. Um, where does the, exactly does this fit in the timeline? I mean, it.
0: You mean Samuel dying?
1: Yeah. Which it, takes a whole verse. I'm like, hey, in first oh, and by Samuel, the way, Samuel, died. Samuel died. Yeah,
0: <laughs> one verse. Samuel died. <laughs> okay, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, later, later, we're gonna get a uh, a, a recapitulation of this. When, when Samuel died, everyone mourned, mm-hmm. like in the whole country. But, but that's like, the, at this point, it's the simple, "Hey, Samuel died," and and that's that's kind of the main thing here for, um, for a
0: verse. Yeah, I know it. In 1 Samuel. All Israel assembled and mourned, and they buried him in his house in Ramah. I mean, David gets like multiple chapters to die. Yep. Samuel gets one verse. That Come is on. exactly how it looks.
1: All right. It, it is intriguing. I, I'm going to reference that uh, all the way back in chapter 1, verse, I think it's 10 or 11, is when his mom says he will he will work for the Lord all the days of his life. And he clearly did, but the last years of his life, he was pretty much, probably just isolated in his hometown,
0: just staying away from Saul. Well, I mean, there's some sort of brokenheartedness that's going on there too. Yep.
1: Um, it's not even a full verse because then it but just jumps okay right into David. Because we're being. not done with Samuel. Yeah. So it's it's all right. We're good. we're good. If you miss Samuel, don't miss him too bad. He he'll be back. Just because he's that's, dead doesn't mean we're not going to still hear oh from him at some gosh. point.
0: Okay, well here we go. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's still got to write Second Samuel, so <laughs> yeah, there's that <laughs> from the dead.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what he did the rest of the time oh, uh, with the goodness. which an indoor was dictate a book. <laughs> um, hey,
0: while I've got you here,
1: so then we're gonna we're gonna go into this fascinating story that. Gets gets us into the character of some of David, but honestly, it's much more into the character of who is going to be one of his
2: wives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If anything, here David, extraordinary David isn't the hero in this chapter. Oh no! Oh no! No
1: no! Not no. at all. I think David comes. That's part of it. Is that David comes across as a more young, mm-hmm. like kind of bloodthirsty. Like this this story would make sense. Like soon after Nob or something. Mm-hmm. Um. Or later, when I mean, he's just David's going to spend a lot handle. of his time working for the Philistines mm-hmm. um, and lying to everybody. I mean, he's going it's, to—it's going to be a, a little ugly, couple of uh, ugly season of time in his life. But we get this. Um, apparently, he is over near. I had not looked up yet where uh, the wilderness of Paran. That won't be hard to look up. Um. But I'm assuming it's over on the opposite side, the west side of Israel, mm-hmm. because it must—it's probably near. Yep, associated with Egypt. Um, the southern portion of the Sinai Peninsula potentially. Um, so, oh gosh, but Deuteronomy suggests it could be east of the Jordan River. Well, that's Middle East for you. It's—you it's it either way either. over here, or it's way over there.
0: I'm just saying we have a Paris, Texas. That's right. <laughs> we're not much better
1: that's I'm. Um, i'm potentially going on a mission trip in athens and had a whole conversation i think it was with blake in which he thought i was going to athens texas
0: yeah absolutely you, you just didn't even cross athens, his mind
1: texas. like well of course you're going to athens texas not greece not the athens <laughs> <laughs> um uh the original so anyway so it's apparently near enough to carmel which we know where Carmel is mm-hmm. since has not moved because um, it's a mountain, but that that region I guess a region could move it could change the name, but but this is a dude who's got thousands of animals, and yeah, he's pretty rich. Um, and that's how he's portrayed as, and and I will I will unpack that because I got to tell you after going back through this story again, I've reached a conclusion. I don't like him very much. <laughs>
0: That took you two times. Third? Yeah,
1: exactly. I started studying this, and the more I read it, I was like, "I, uh, my, he's not growing on me." I
0: think I think that you gave him more of the benefit of the doubt than I did the first time you read it. Uh, apparently, because he's the worst. <laughs> I mean, he's not the worst. We just have seen a lot of bad. I mean, no.
2: The but, ball's name means fool, fool in, in yeah.
0: Hebrew. It's
2: almost like there's some some debate of whether whether it, that's his real name or not. Yeah, if it's just a title that he earned, a nickname for him. I mean, we all know or if that really is his name.
1: Well, that's mothers I mean,
0: sometimes name their sons.
1: Yeah, but that's it. It. I mean, they make a point of it in the passage mm-hmm. that, that that she she tells David his name is Nabal, and he is a fool. Mm-hmm. Like he his name is he is he is well named. Um, that's a. Bleh. So it may be, but it's a, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's why he turned out so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's, my favorite had, to, he's line, had to fight against everybody his whole life or, yeah. Uh, listen, I'm trying, I'm trying to find something to excuse Nabal and I'm no, not. No, no,
0: don't do that. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's there. Uh, but my, my favorite line, is, <laughs> my favorite line is actually from, uh, are we saying Nabal, Nuball? Whatever anyway, sure. When he said when he answers David and says, Who is David? Who is the son of Jesse? Right. i like that So
1: you do you so know you, him or so not?
0: You, so you know him. <laughs>
1: like, That's a is, is that just, the is that how he was introduced? I mean like, maybe. Did they say, hey, our, the young, our men the young men yeah. they're letting him you know about David, the son of Jesse. I actually had the same question. Is it possible that he is so ignorant
0: that he doesn't even know who David is? I don't. That seems so implausible. the The way that he responds, uh, at, at least what's given to us about the way that they ask, because he they, what they ask is, "Please give uh, whatever you have at hand to your servants and your son David." So they're yeah. they're they're putting like submission of David underneath this guy. I mean, you know, as you would when you're asking for something like this, like, yeah, that's the way that they refer to each other. You know, if you're if you're asking somebody for something, your son David, and uh, and he's like, he's not my son; he's the son of Jesse.
1: Yeah.
0: So well, he says
1: he knows who he is. <clears throat> he says there are a lot of servants these days who are leaving their masters. Yeah. Which also sounds like he knows who David is. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I don't. It's it is and, and by the way, Abigail knows precisely who he is uh, later, uh-huh. and so that even even that calls into question. So either swoon. Here's how I've uh, I I said it this way in the, in my notes. Um, he is truly the anti Boaz. Either way is ridiculous. I know who David is, so I am insulting, yeah, demeaning, and inhospitable, or. I know nothing about this situation so, so my insulting. first leap is insulting <laughs> inhospitable and demeaning like okay that, that's there's not there's not a way to interpret this yeah. that is good like mm, so you know favorite. he's the giant killer you know he's the killer of 10,000s so rude that's the that's what you go with is rude and or yeah i got nothing which so. is
0: offensive to us but i feel like we got to remember this would have been extra offensive in this area oh
1: it's unacceptable I'm like it's it's not even like no. It's it's not necessary for him this. to go over the top necessarily no. for David, but for to do nothing for David and his men is I mean, I get cities destroyed mm-hmm. by God in this part of the world. So yeah, it's blah, it's rough. Okay, why and, do y'all think and he's, you think
2: ahead. such an it's such an opportunity? Yes for Nabal. Because I mean, one, David's coming and referring to himself as Nabal's son. So there's right. a placing of David as a subordinate under Nabal Right. To receive a request that would have been totally appropriate for absolutely a protection that he mm-hmm. gave his men and then literally like this this isn't would engage them further into some kind of you know at least some kind of relationship um mm-hmm. if not kind of some kind of regular covenant with David. I mean if he now could almost in a sense provide in one small area and then a sure protection for his sheep Wow moving forward and a partnership with David to look out for him I mean mm-hmm. how this is this truly is the foolish man um, because it's not only just a problem with his character that he goes and he just again either ignorantly you know blows David off or is purposely insulting David um, it isn't just limited to one simple request this is mm-hmm. Nabal's whole potential future. Blessing! Wow, getting to getting to partner further with David.
1: <laughs> That's a great point.
2: I mean, it's the it's the same s- thing with Saul. Saul yeah. yeah,
0: like you you could have had it so good, mm-hmm. mm. um,
1: but and it's got to be a big deal to protect this many thousands of animals yeah. in this part of the world, yeah. and they've lost none none during this entire season because everybody knows to stay away from anything David is protecting. Um, and, and anyone who tried ran into David's 600, you know, as we've talked about his, you know, merry men slash mighty men, and they don't want to, no one wants to mess with them. Gosh, I hadn't even thought about it from that perspective. What a, what a foolish thing here.
0: I mean, there's nothing about him that is not foolish inside mm-hmm. of this. It is, it, and it's one of those things. And I would say like, I, I, um, um, this is the level of which I've always read this as Abigail being the hero. I don't give much like even thought to the way that David responds. Like I'm not mm-hmm. like, I'm like, well, that makes sense. And then I move on because Abigail's response is the one that we're focused on.
1: I, I even, so why do y'all think David just sent 10 men? Cause that's all it would take <laughs> to go. No, no. He sends 10 men to go talk first. This oh. is before he has them all strapped on their sword. Cause that's all of them. He has all 600 yeah, strap yeah. on oh, okay. their swords.
0: I was like, um you think he just
1: mm, doesn't need to send more is it i don't want to overwhelm him i don't want him to think this is an invasion
0: like i don't know i don't know yeah maybe 10 was too much
1: yeah i don't know i think it's i think it's curious i'm haven't seen what the i haven't gotten there with some of the commentaries yet to see what the commentaries say about the 10 if that matters it's mentioned so it seems significant um yeah to to be inhospitable on a feast day i don't know exactly which feast day it would be but on a feast day um maybe maybe the it's the one of the commentaries reference that this may be the the feast that is celebrates esther's the the rescue of israel from mm. uh from the hands of the um who's that the xerxes the persians so anyway so this is a this is a great, a huge deal. And then of course, and and David's response apparently is not necessarily appropriate. By the end, David is not just like, oh, I should have. It's it's like he repents. Mm-hmm. Like I was about to be caught up in blood guilt. Yeah. Um. That well, David is rash he, in his response.
0: He was rude. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's not. You don't kill people for being rude.
1: He was going to kill them all. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, I, there would by tomorrow, not one male would have yeah, been all alive. The, all the men. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it is interesting. It's it's a and, and it is it is fascinating to me that David is so reasonable when Abigail confronts him. Mm-hmm. That this isn't a you, you see this different side of David. That yes, David lost his temper. Yes, David's about to go kill a bunch of people who probably don't deserve it. All this stuff's going on and Abigail comes to him and it is, I love that David is, has a gentle response to Abigail Mm -hmm. that she's, she's used to talking to men. Fool. Yeah. And David is being foolish in this moment and she handles it well. And the difference between David and someone like Nabal is he can, okay, you're right. Yeah. He can own it. Swallow his pride. I was wrong. I was out of line. And David leaves. And then God, the whole issue, one of the main sins that she points out, I love this, um, working salvation himself. Uh, I definitely want to unpack that idea that David David is going to work his own salvation here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make this right myself. He doesn't, and in a few verses, God does it. God strikes him dead.
0: Yeah, I think um, it's interesting. We've been talking about the the heart of David as a leader inside of this. I think that he sees in Abigail's response to him a heart like his, because mm-hmm. what she does is she you know runs, she gets off her donkey, runs, she gets there as fast as she can, she gets off her donkey, and fell before David on her face and bowed to the ground, and she fell at his feet and said, um, "On me alone, my lord." be right. the guilt Isn't that wild I'm like no honey like, yeah right <laughs> like there's no no but anyway like yeah, I, it's, I think, it's, it is clearly it, not yeah. and she
1: says she actually does say i love that she does that to start the guilt is all on me mm-hmm. in the midst of her speech she also says i didn't i knew nothing about this
0: yeah um, I am blameless, but the guilt on me. <laughs> yes, exactly.
2: Well, and again, it's we've we've come across this attractive trait in somebody else who pledges allegiance to David. Yeah. Um, when Jonathan was willing mm. to take again blame that was not due him. Yeah. But then he was willing to say no. Put it put it on me.
0: And maybe that's more accurate that he sees a, a heart like Jonathan's instead of just a heart like his. Mm. But, I think that or both. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. trying to make it. In, you know, no, I, I, I'm not yeah. in contrast. Yes, it's but, not in yeah. contrast. I think it's the same thing. Yeah. But I do think that David would see his friend in someone probably be- more than he would see himself and be attracted to it. Mm-hmm. At least judging from the Psalms. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I, I, the, the way that she responds, I think, is disarming. If you just if if what you are expecting is for the people that, like he he sees now um, after Nabal's uh, response to him, he sees enemies that he is going to right take care of, and instead what he's met with on the way there is not an enemy, mm-hmm. um, but instead someone who is a friend. I mean. Anyway. No yep. spoilers or anything, but yeah, it's pretty close friendship that turns into.
1: Yep. Yeah. I think I think there's a lot here. I think as we unpack it, I'm intrigued to see because I f- I feel like when you read through this story, you get the sense like okay, at the surface level there's the story about Abigail, Nabal and David. But I I feel like there's going to be more underneath like almost like there's two stories being told simultaneously and i'm i may be wrong about that but i'm curious about playing this out um we're going to be by the end we're actually going to be introduced to two of david's three wives i don't know if we're gonna if if you just have to count uh, mccall anymore she was his wife but saul has apparently um given mccall to someone else Mm -hmm. um I don't know how that.
2: Yeah. And again, like, I don't know not cool. how much to read into this chapter. Again, being told, whether chronologically or not, begins with the loss of his mentor and ends with the loss of his wife. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be this interesting bookend of loss. Mm-hmm. And then now in this picture, like, again, does that help? Does that somewhat justify or at least bring explanation to his irrational, you know, kind of offense at somebody withholding something else from him. And so he's like, well, then I'm just going to end him in that. I mean, maybe, maybe this is a, a, a chapter that exists when David is okay, weak and spent and upset. And again, in the wilderness, only hearing news of losses. Yeah, Somebody came and told him Samuel's dead. Somebody came and told him Saul gave away his wife. Now his servants come back and tell him
0: let's go kill somebody
2: and he's just like yep i'm tired of i'm tired of things being taken from me i'm going to go take something
0: mm. interesting i mean yeah that works it i mean sure it's it's always interesting to me <clears throat> excuse me it's always interesting to me how uh, it, you talk about this all the time uh chris um how we like we don't we don't get apologies for how human you know the humans are in the Bible right like that that's that's the case they're gonna we're gonna hear all about it and it's just because it like David is you know it's hard like we see David doing so many right things just because David does this here does not mean it's the right thing to do right. Um, Oh, no.
1: I think it's clearly portrayed that it
0: isn't. And that's, but that's like, that's, we got to remember that inside of reading the Bible that it's not like this is a chronicle of events. These actually happened. Right. And so, as easy as it is for David to, you know, be humbled by cutting off the robe of Saul. One chapter before like he's humbled that he cut off his robe like he's <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's sorrowful for cutting off part of his robe and now he's going to go kill everybody yep like yeah this is not like i mean i feel like that sometimes i mean, i can do some serious every repentance every monday <laughs> maybe that's every it. time i open up my eyes i'm like oh my gosh let's go <laughs> we got to get up and do this again
1: but he probably—I mean—he felt how powerless. How powerless must David feel mm-hmm. in some of this? Oh, I'm sure. Um. I'm. I'm mm. And and here he's trying to provide for his men.
0: Sure. He's I'm going to take care of these hundreds
1: of men who are depending on me, mm-hmm. and I invested all of our time and energy in this rich man, protecting this rich man's property. At the end of all of that, he's like, yeah, no, you're not. I mean, it's it was a safe assumption that by doing all of this, this guy would be extra generous at the end of it. In to have him say, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what? That's it. Yeah. Imagine if somebody had come and tried to steal the sheep or something like that, and one of his men had gotten hurt.
1: Which... I mean there's no reason to think that kind of thing didn't happen. I know, but I'm yeah. saying
0: like we don't have a we don't have a like story of that happening, but right. like that's that's the level of uh in you know the uh level of commitment um between the chicken and the pig yeah. for breakfast. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like he's David's pig into this. Like yeah.
1: Anyway, so yeah, we're going to get. I mean, I I think, and I think biblically, portrayed as one of the most despicable people that we run into the in the worst. Bible, which is wild because he's not like a sociopath. He's not hunting. He's not Doeg killing no, all selfish. of the priests, and yet he's portrayed almost in it's just as bad a light or worse a light to someone like Doeg.
0: Well, I think this is what Jesus like. Uh, Jesus points us to in his like the the mind of God inside of sin in our lives is not, uh, like the, the sin that you've committed with your hands or, you know, whatever is not in, it's not impressive to God that you haven't murdered somebody. Right. You weren't given the opportunity to murder somebody. Like you've been angry with people. That's the same thing. Yep. I don't think that Nabal's character is one that is better than Doeg's. He wasn't given the opportunity that Doeg was (coughs) to do this thing. Like, you know? And we've we've talked about, obviously, his name
2: being Fool and how foolish he is. mm -hmm. Um, But then also we get, I mean, it's seven times here in this chapter we get this comparison of good and evil. Yeah. And so Nabal's not just a fool, but apparently is is acting in Mm -hmm. evil Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. it's being again in contradiction in contradiction to being good
0: well look at david's uh son's proverbs Mm. the number of times that foolishness is evil Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that's mm -mm. anyway
1: well there's a lot to unpack here
0: it's gonna be great um can't wait uh We'll see y'all on Sunday. Be encouraged.